Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Friday, August 20th. I am still Trevor, uh, one of the pastors here, and uh, want to today, uh, I told you last week that um, I had um, some further thoughts that I want to share with you um, from the book of Acts, so we, we won't be in the direct passages that, um, that you read in your devotional this week. Um, but um, maybe a couple of stories that you're familiar with in the book of Acts that, that um, I want to make a point with um, following what we talked about last week. We talked about radical rooted giving, um, radical rooted generosity, and, and it being an overflow. Um, and today, I just want to take you to um, the, the, a, a couple of stories in the book of Acts um, because I want to make the point uh, today that it is not... God is not like telling us whatever he needs to tell us to get our money. Um, money is, um, God has what he needs, you know, to do, do his work. And so there's a lot more heart work, um, not artwork. Amen. Um, God wants to paint a picture with you and do some heart work. Um, there's a lot of um, heart work that's going on with the Holy Spirit when he is dealing with the, with the way that we think about money. And I want to show you that as we just jump down right underneath Acts 4, which is where we were last week. Look at Acts. I want to show you something in Acts 5, and then I want to show you something in Acts 8. So um, listen up as I read that. This is from Acts 5. Um, well, let me start at the end of Acts 4, Acts 4.36. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, um, the one the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated, son of encouragement, sold a field he owned, brought the money, and laid it all at the apostles' feet. Now, chapter 5. But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of... Pro- Sapphira. I don't know if you know, familiar with that song. Elvira actually was the original... 80s country song. Okay, carrying on. Um, sold a piece of property. So Ananias Fire sold a piece of property. However, he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. Ananias, Peter asked, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the proceeds of the land? Wasn't it yours while you possessed it? And after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? Why is it that you planned this thing in your heart? You have not lied to people, but to God. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead, and a great fear came on all who heard. The young men got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Tell me, Peter asked her, did you sell the land for this and this price? Yes, she said, for that price. Then Peter said to her, why did you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried you, uh, buried your husband are at the door. They will carry you out instantly. She dropped dead at his feet. When the young men came in, they found her dead, carried her out, and buried her beside her husband. Then great fear came on the whole church and all who heard these things. That's Acts 5, and now I want to flip very quickly over to Acts chapter 8, and I want to just read a portion. I'm going to start in verse 16. I want to read a portion of this story about a guy named Simon the Sorcerer. Um, this is this is Philip, while he is uh, in Samaria, I believe, meets this guy that everybody is wild about because he is a sorcerer or a magician. So he's doing all these tricks until Philip shows up in town with the Holy Spirit and all the Holy Spirit's gifts, and Philip is healing people through the power of the Holy Spirit, and he's preaching this gospel, and Simon 
actually gets baptized, but he finds after he gets baptized and he, he professes Jesus as Lord, he still doesn't have the power that Philip has, and he is really interested in this power. And so that's where we pick up, because he's a magician, and that, that has sort of been, you know, using his power as a sorcerer has been his source of income and identity all his life. So let's pick up now in Acts 8, verse 18. I swear I'm going to make these two make sense together, I hope. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, May your silver be destroyed with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter, because your heart is not right before God. Therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord, if possible, your heart's intent may be forgiven. For I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by wickedness. And that is the word of the Lord from Acts chapter 8. So this is two different stories that follow that early church radical rooted giving. And now we get a picture in Acts 4 and Acts 8 of two people who do not have radical rooted giving, but are just trying to appear. In other words, they are trying to appear the external. You might remember I called it the Doritos extremes, like radical. Wow, look how much you're giving. This is incredible. They are trying to appear on the exterior like they have that radical giving. When um, the Holy Spirit through Luke, as he writes Acts, makes it clear that they do not have the radical underground connected to the vine, Psalm 1, Jeremiah 17, uh, and then and then uh, John 15, sort of radical rooted in the grace of God giving. Okay, so if you notice in Acts 5 when we read it, one is, isn't this the story like, th- this is just the drop the mic building campaign story. to t- If you need to raise money with Christians, just read Acts 5. And sort of the, you know, the initial reaction is, oh my gosh, Am I going to drop dead if I don't give money to the church? But notice in this that this is not what Luke is going after here when he recounts this story. The sin of Ananias and Sapphira is that you'll find in Acts 5, um, you'll find in Acts 5 chapter, um, uh, actually, scratch that. You'll find that the, their sin, I was looking for it, but can't find it, and it's actually in the other story. Um, in Acts 5, the sin of Ananias and Sapphira is that they, it's not the amount that they gave, it's that they tried to appear like they were like Barnabas. They wanted to They wanted to have their cake and eat it too. They wanted to both hold on to their money, but appear like they were giving it. They wanted to look generous without being generous. So they were saying, look at this radical move that we've done for the good of the kingdom of God, while they also held on to their security blanket and kept back money for themselves. Again, it was not the call of God that everybody had to sell all of their land and give it to the church. That was supposed to be radical, rooted in Jesus Christ, and this is what they died from. And then you'll find, if you think, if you happen to think, oh, well, look, the early church is just just like the church today. They're just after everybody's money. Well, in Acts 8, we saw Peter 
actually reject the money that was given, that was offered to him by Simon. Why? For the exact same reason. Because he says, you have no, verse 21, you have no part or share because your heart is not right before God. In other words, Simon, everything you have done up to this point is all exterior. The baptism you went through, there was no real heart change. You were just trying to please people. All you wanted in this whole thing All you wanted in all of the steps that you were taking, all you wanted was the power of God and not the presence of God. All you wanted were the magic tricks that the Holy Spirit could offer you so that you could rise in prominence and you could keep your position as Samaria's top sorcerer, which was a famous game show. And there's Samaria's Got Talent. That's what he he won the Samaria's Got Talent show, did Simon. All right. And so he, he wanted that. He wanted that. He was after the power of God without the presence of God. And so Peter says to him, quite frankly, to hell with you and your money. Keep your money. The kingdom of God does not need your money. And and he tries to get Simon to start from the right place, which is repentance. Get rooted. Radical generosity. Put your roots down into the stream of God's grace. Realize that there is forgiveness available for you. Stop trying to put an external show into the internal work of repentance and trust in Jesus. So church, what do we take from this? How do we apply this? Same way we applied last week. Last, last week I spoke to you from Luke 19 and Acts, 4, Acts 2 and 4 about positive examples, these are negative examples of people trying to use their money to look a particular way on the outside. And whether that meant their repentance gave the church more money or less money, you know, Peter and Paul don't care. Holy Spirit doesn't care. What the Holy Spirit is concerned with is the state of their heart. And now I believe, and the scripture teaches this, we covered it last week, that when your heart is rooted in God, you will give generously. You will overflow. You will give because you have a secure identity. So church, let's root our identity in Jesus Christ. Let's root our hope, not in our money, but in the future inheritance that is promised as a treasure that does not fade and will not rust that we keep forever. We don't lose anything. It only gets better from here. Nothing is lost. Everything is transformed. And so let's be silent now as we pray to receive that. And then I hope as you're as we continue going through all in, as you're praying about what you will contribute, um, as, as we have our um, uh, coming up at the end of the month, we have our commitment Sunday. I, I, my heart is that we would all give out of a rootedness in Christ and not out of some try to external show. Um, so let's be silent and pray in that direction. Our Father, I'm so thankful that you love us, not our money. I'm so thankful that you require of us repentance and faith, looking to you. I'm, I'm so thankful that you require of us joy and, and not dollars and cents. And yet, I know that that joy 
There comes an overflow of generosity. Once money doesn't have a hold of my identity or my security or my power, once I know that all of that is rooted in you, then I really can let go of money and I really can use money to bless others, use money for the kingdom of God, like the scripture passage that um, I preached this last weekend from Luke 16, said, like we can use money to make eternal friends. Father, thank you for that truth. Thank you for the repentance that you offer us. Thank you for the faith that you offer us to follow you. And may now our church be rooted in Christ Jesus. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Spirit, amen. City Church, go and multiply the gospel.